0: Good afternoon. Thanks for calling KB Insurance. This is Taylor. How may I help you?
1: I speak to Aaron, please.
0: May I ask who's calling?
1: It's Joey Gingola.
0: Can you spell your last name, please?
1: Yeah, it's G I A N G O L A.
0: All right, one moment, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, sir. Yes. Uh, what are, uh, what are you needing to speak with Erin about?
1: I was just a fellow insurance agent, just giving her a call to uh, talk shop, if you will, I guess.
0: Okay, well, no, okay. Thank you for holding. This is Erin.
1: Erin, it's Joey Jingola.
0: Hey, how are you? Good. How you doing? Good. I'm sorry. She said it was Kelly, and I was like, I don't know a Kelly. I was like, is it Joey? <laughs>
1: This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, George Golan. Let's get into it.
0: We're supposed to, um, so I actually hired a company, so I'll give you a little bit more background on Infusionsoft. Infusionsoft isn't a project that I just started like January of this year. I actually purchased the program in May of last year and I got a bid on it from a company called Capsule Five and I thought, that's insane, I'm not gonna pay that, you're crazy, and no. So I reached out to some local people. Couldn't really find anyone local that dealt with Infusionsoft. Finally found a guy who was like a friend of a friend. Paid him a few times. He kind of wanted to be more my business coach, which um, I guess you can kind of appreciate a little bit, you know, that he like wants to help you out. But I I didn't need him for that. I needed him to get this thing going.
1: Friends of friends. They're the worst. I mean, ugh. Have you ever had a story end good when you've dealt with a friend of the friend? I don't know, I've never have. But anyways, that was Aaron Neal of Hanby Insurance. And this is going to be Aaron's last time appearing on the show, at least for a while, unless I call her up again. And uh, I wanted to send it out in glorious fashion, as Aaron is going to be putting on her talking shoes. I don't know if that makes sense. Whatever. But she's going to tell you a pretty epic story of how things didn't really go to plan in her journey trying to implement some what I call big boy marketing in Soft and how she realized in that process of that thing not going according to plan, the importance of what business she might be missing out on because she doesn't have those tools available. So this is really just kind of in chronological order, start to finish. It's a long story, so this will probably be the we'll be setting the record uh, of the show for the longest audio clips that we will play. So stick with me. Grab a cup of coffee, put on your smoking jacket, light a fire. Do what you need to do to get comfortable. If you're driving to work, pull into Dunkin' Donuts, grab an extra cup of coffee. I don't drink coffee. If you drink coffee, do your thing. Grab whatever you're going to grab. Get comfortable. It's, gonna, it's not going to really be any longer than a normal episode, but Aaron's going to be doing a lot of the talking and we're going to hear how she kind of, I don't wanna say persevered, but just the circumstances. We all have these stories. We all have a story like this, where we started something, it didn't work out, and, and all of a sudden, one thing led to another, and then maybe it did work out, and then we finally got it going, and here's what happened. And it's just, what do we do when things don't go according to plan, and what kind of business are we missing out by not sticking with it or trying to make it go better according to plan? it's not right. Let's get into it.
0: Yeah. And he didn't get it up off the ground. So, um, what happened and so I'm still paying for it. And then in December, I'm giving a long story because I really like to talk and yep, that's yep. my cell insurance. Um, but in December, so my debit card got stolen. So guess what? Infusionsoft did and draft. And they really kind of irritated me because all of a sudden they started sending me, emails asking for money. And I probably, you know, should have canceled it like six months ago because I wasn't using it and couldn't get it implemented and didn't want to pay to use it. So I sent them, I have a real bad temper, I'm Irish, and I sent them like a crappy email back and said, hey, I'm canceling this stuff. My debit card got stolen. You didn't even ask me what happened. You know, you assumed I didn't pay my bill and cancel it. And the lady was supposed to cancel it got sick. So it kind of worked out. Well, We moved my office in January, as I said. So, of course, I'm going through some stuff. And I found a client of mine that had canceled the year before when he got married that I insured his whole family and him. And we had a good rapport. And I thought, you know, I'm going to email this guy and just see, you know, what he's doing. You know, his policy renews in March to January. I just want to see what's going on.
1: I mean, what is going on, really? I mean, what if that could happen all the time? Those people that you just stumble upon and take manual actions to say, oh, hey, wait a second. You canceled because you got married and yeah, we kind of liked each other. We we did OK together. We had a good agent client relationship. What if you could reach out to all of those people, even the ones that, that weren't a great relationship per se? But what if you could have something in place in your agency to make sure that that always happened all the time? Would that be cool? I think it'd be pretty cool. I wanted to stop Aaron right there. And and just really talk about the power of that whole concept, right? This is all again. She's going through this this headache of of trying to get Infusionsoft going. She tried to get somebody to help her that wanted to be her business coach and not her Infusionsoft implementer. And then you know she's paying for this and 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 maybe maybe Aaron. And again, this this is gonna walk a fine line of of being ambitious and pushing yourself and having enough. Awareness or whatever to know when the right time to do something is like when is the right time to pull the trigger on something? I don't think any of us know. I think we're always going to either do something too early or too late Sometimes we might get it right, but at the end of the day, it's can we stick with whatever it is? Can we make up for lost time or or hold on long enough to cover the cost of bringing on something too early to make it last right and? If you don't have these, if you don't have these things pop up, you don't have this client pop up across the way, along the way, then it becomes even harder because you don't see the reason to keep going. You can't, again, hang on long enough to make it work. And that's the thing that kept Aaron going. But we all have something that we're bringing into our agency probably right now, something we're trying out, some new thing ah this thing sucks it doesn't work it's a piece of garbage and it's been like two weeks and you're ready to just you know call up the guy that sold it to you and tell him how it really shouldn't exist on the face of the earth because this thing is a piece of garbage but in reality you just might not have the right circumstances to get it going maybe maybe i don't know or maybe it just isn't going to work but it's keeping your head above water long enough to see what's possible
0: so I shot him an email and just said, hey, so-and-so, you know, this is Erin. I hope you and your wife are doing great and enjoying your new home. I just wanted to check in on you and see how things were. Let me know if there's anything I can help with. Super simple, sweet, whatever. He replies back in like five minutes and says, oh, my gosh, it's so funny you email me today. We're actually shopping our insurance, and this is a quote our financial planner got us. And I went, wow. So anyway, I ended up writing the account, and in Texas, our insurance is a little more expensive anyway, so it's like a $4,500 account. Off of like an email. I thought, okay, not canceling the infusion soft, not canceling the infusion soft, like frantically calling them, going, no, 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 call back Capsule 5. It's going to cost me like six grand to get this thing up and running. But, you know, that's just one account. And maybe it was a fluke because I had a good rapport with a guy before, but we lose other people that we have a good rapport with because, you know, their cousin's husband started an insurance agency or, you know. <laughs>
1: the friend of the friend and the cousin's husband those are two people that are never getting invited to your wedding or your bar mitzvah or any important event just they don't they always screw things up they don't make things better they always make it worse that cousin's husband you're probably still paying for that time they did something it's ridiculous now I do think that that moment that Aaron just described was a little bit serendipitous. It was a little magical, a little tale ish meaning I do think there was, I'm not saying luck, because I always define luck as where um, opportunity meets preparation, right? Something like that. Sounds good. And the, the idea that, hey, this could work continuously, yes, I, I just said that in the previous break, and I do believe that you're obviously going to hit on more than you miss potentially if you, if you give yourself more at bats. I mean, maybe not. I mean, even if you're hitting 300, you're, you're doing better than what you did. And this is just business that didn't exist or is just being tossed in the dumpster anyways. So there's really nothing to lose. And there's obviously a lot of upside and and we're going to get to that in a second. But you know, again, a very simple occurrence. Aaron stumbles across the guy who's renewing and she's like, Hey, let's just reach out and make this happen. The light bulb goes on we're bringing in this infusion soft thing now mind you i think six grand to get it started uh, a little pricey right i think that's what she said in the last clip um pretty steep and that might have some of you um veering off the road white knuckling this thing but anything worth doing is going to cost you in the form of dollars out of your pocket or time out of your day, and it's your choice to make on which one you feel you can part with the most or the easiest.
0: Anyway, it just got me thinking. That if you know, we could reach out periodically and just let people know that we do care. And you know, we would love to help them again. What could we get back? And then on the front end, you know, the people that just we don't follow up with. Um, and that's about that same time, I had another deal where um, we had been quoting this pretty large landscaper, about a $12,000 landscaper. We had sent her all the paperwork through sign, and she was pregnant. Anyway, whatever, she never signed it. I didn't call her, this is actually really rude, um, but I just avoided the DocuSign because <laughs> I never heard back from her. Within two minutes, she calls the office, please don't void it, please don't void it, yeah, I'm going right. to come with you guys, but I want to come at renewal, my renewal's in March, and so we wrote it March 1st. So those two things together in January just made me think, oh my gosh, what are we losing because we didn't void it or didn't send an email and just touch base, does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does make sense, Aaron. And when people are pregnant, all bets are off on really just about everything. I can say that not from experience of actually physically carrying a child, but uh, having two of my own and and observing, you know, my wife's behavior during those time periods. And she's actually got one in the oven right now. So very uh, sensitive to the idea of people um, and, and what does and does not happen when a child is is on its way. But if you've been keeping score at home, you kind of may have noticed that this sounds an awful lot like a previous episode when's the best time to send emails. This all of this stuff is based on behavior and actions people have or have not taken or when things are happening at the exact moment that they need to be communicated with, right? Aaron finds a guy that's that's renewing who canceled a year or two ago and she says, "Hey, What's up? Just see what's going on. She knows that he's renewing. He doesn't really necessarily maybe know that she knows, but, you know, we've got that secret power. So it's immediate. They're renewing. They're looking. They're shopping. Boom. Business. Uh, This pregnant lady, she didn't take uh, take up. uh, You know, she didn't do the DocuSign. And so that is an action doing something or not doing something right. It doesn't just have to be. Um, you know, taking an action. It could be not taking an action. She didn't sign it and you can set a specific, you know, let's say you could set a specific time frame if DocuSign. People are listening to this. Um, you know, if that DocuSign void is, you know, something that you can trigger an automated response on. I'm trying to think real time how this would actually happen. I don't know if I'm going to do it, but the point is, is that, you want to synchronize as many of these systems. And this is, I think, something that we need to strive for as an industry is to synchronize as many of these systems to where, again, if the DocuSign um, notice is outstanding longer than a week and a half, two weeks, it gets voided and says, or, you know, maybe it gets an email reminder saying, hey, this is still out there. Uh, we're going to cancel this in three days if you don't sign it. Please let us know if there's any questions or if, or if you got, you know, if you have any problems completing this document because these are the things that again in my perfect insurance world that does not exist and i don't know if ever will exist but i'm just i just feel like sitting on my high horse today and talking about it because i don't want to be depressed not thinking about this is that if this could just be happening all the time how much more business how much better of an experience would we have and how much how much better experience would our customers our clients our prospects be having if all of these things we're integrated connected and communicating now, again i'm asking for a bit much i've just gone right off the deep end what is possible is you know again behavior-based email messages triggered based on actions from those emails or website you know activity those are all very possible in real right now whether or not DocuSign sign can get integrated i don't know Uh, But the folks over at DocuSign might want to, I doubt they're listening, but if they are, might want to consider incorporating some type of, um, you know, timed feature that allows an automated response to go out. Um, I mean, there's nothing terrible from sending it right out from that platform. Uh, You know, nothing says that it has to be fully integrated. But if they just give you the option to say, you know, send out an email again after two weeks, let's say, or a week or whatever the time frame on this thing needing to be done is. You know, like, hey, you know, the effective date of this policy is, uh, we're going to say September 1st because it's August right now and September's coming up. Uh, September 1st. And um, oh, by the way, if you don't complete this by, you know, August 29th or whatever, we're going to cancel this or September 1st or whatever, we're going to have to avoid this document and, and we'll have to start over. So let us know if there's anything we can do. All of this stuff seems very plausible and not too much to ask for, in my opinion. And these are just the little things that we're not thinking about. And, and again, it doesn't. So last thing the, when something is just kind of stuck in the back of your head. at least I find this, it's just, it's nagging. And even though you might think about it for only a half a second, every other day, it's still there. It's disruptive. And, and it's, it, it again, maybe I've talked about this on this show. Maybe it was a newsletter. I can't remember, but the idea of just little, these tiny little cracks, these hairline cracks, ultimately, you know, if you have enough of them, it's going to just shatter your concentration and your focus and things are not going to get done. And this type of thinking, this type of actions, allows for that nice plate glass window to be fractureless. I think. And that is a state of being that I think none of us would really know what to do with because I don't know that we've ever had it. And, and maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, but it feels like something we should be achieving or striving for, I should say, is that let's just remove all of this clutter. Let's let these things that... I mean are important but not like something that we should be physically manually doing all the time happen things don't always go according to plan and we're missing out on a lot of opportunity in business when they don't but it's our job to make sure that they ultimately do and try and minimize maximize the time in which those plans are not going the way that we want them to Of people that drive around your neighborhood on garbage day like it's a shopping day? I know I do and it's really weird when I don't even have the full stock or inventory out on the lawn before somebody's picking through it. I kind of want to walk out and say boy if you like this you're really gonna like what I have in the back. I don't know if that has to do with anything but just something that happened the other day and I thought it was kind of weird and I'm like in my garage watching them pick through my garbage is there any sort of code and decency of garbage shopping that like people adhere to? I mean, I'm not above it, right? Like, If you go do do your thing, right? Whatever gets you going, make it happen. But I mean, can't you just let me go inside first? And I feel like that's something that you, we shouldn't be interacting with. Like, We should not be physically able to have visual contact with each other when you're shopping through my garbage. It's just weird. We throw out like a broken vacuum, a Mickey Mouse chair, I didn't wheel the big can yet. I said, "Do you want me to open up some of the bags? I think there's a banana that's half-eaten that you might get a little mileage out of if you want." Anyways, it has nothing to do with anything. If you want to stop digging through somebody else's garbage and not getting the most value out of things and not really getting the most effort and really having more of these plans not go according to the way that you want them to, that's where I'm going to invite you you head on over to growprogram.com academy we do have a free membership but i'm not even i'm not even gonna say about that because i just want you to jump right into the academy because it's going to start walk you through step by step how to implement a lot of this stuff i don't know what's important what's not important and how to make sure that you don't bring on something before it is needed before it is really necessary I know there's a lot of agents that get caught up in everything they think they need to have before they get started and then they end up doing nothing or they just have all of these things that they think they need to have to get started and then they never use them and they just end up wasting tons of money for their agency. Don't do that. Grow Academy is going to make sure that you avoid all of that, bringing out everything when you absolutely are ready for it. Head over to growprogram.com academy and I look forward to seeing you there.